Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the 35th episode of the Strong Goo Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Donar, and today I want to talk to you about how failing is just the same as winning and how we could use our failures to show us what we still need to work on. But it all just depends on how we view those pesky misfortunes. I'll talk about that here in a sec, but if you like what you hear in this episode, please share the love and support by clicking the like button. Follow the Strong Goo Podcast for weekly tips and tricks for self-development. Also, before we get started, I want to answer some of your questions that you might have burning a hole in your brain that are specifically directed towards health, fitness, training, mindset, or even if you have a philosophy question, I'm your guy. Or at least I could point you in the right direction if I don't personally feel comfortable answering it. And if you have any questions about economics, the stock market, sports, cars, or a political landscape, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be much help. But if you do have a question, all you have to do is go to my Insta at Strong Goo Podcast and ask away. I'm excited what you guys have in store for me. But anyways, though, let's get started. What up, my Strong Goo fam? Joe Donar here, and today I want to talk to you about how setbacks in our life are really a good thing. And seriously, I want to tell you right now that there is no such thing as failure as long as we continue to make the effort to try. It's super easy, though, to get all wrapped up in our negative thoughts when our plans don't turn out the way we thought things were going to play out for us. And when this happens, it catches us off guard because we already assumed a particular outcome to occur. And so when it doesn't happen the way we had it in our heads, we sometimes break down and now we're more likely to quit that new and better habit they're trying to form. This is because we're so focused on the emotions we felt at the time of the mistake, accident, or whatever example you want to use that led us to have that negative emotional reaction to the thing that caught us off guard. So if this happens and we get to the point where we're still so sensitive to the trauma that we felt years ago, which occurred from the experiences of our past, it could lead us to suppress the pain of loss for that specific emotional attachment. And then this could influence us to utilize the idea of avoidance I brought up in the Cave of Shadows episode a couple weeks ago in order for us to survive our situations and circumstances, because we really don't know how to deal with them since we don't know how to feel them. These physical or emotional attachments of our past could even include beliefs about our values, principles, or our actual identity we constructed for ourselves. Because if we ever did lose that job we identified ourselves as for many years, we might have a crisis of identity since it's now lost. And this even goes for people that retire as well. And it's really easy to have this identity crisis, for example, and lose ourselves in the job we thought we were. So if something like this ever did leave our world, our attachment to it gets attacked and it gets stripped of what it thinks it knows. And this typically causes us to hurt so much because the loss of attachment always brings us pain, which is the opposite of pleasure. And more often than not, both pleasure and pain are temporary and are one of the same because they are the extremes in which we live for pain follows pleasure and pleasure follows pain, but we shouldn't seek either. But this is what attachments do. They give us pleasure in them because they become all of what we know. And so that's why we start believing that we think we need them and strive to attain them. But in reality, we are attaching ourselves to a memory of what we think we are. So for example, if I were to tell you I am a coach and I'm a teacher, that would be false because it's only one of the many hats I wear. Because in truth, I'm also a father. I'm also a husband, a friend, a business owner, a volunteer, etc. One identity never makes me who I am. If so, I would still consider myself military since I served back in the day. But I choose not to hold on to that. But if you do choose to hold on to things like that, just remember you're holding on to memories of the past and this attachment to your past is not the now of today. Which is just another reason how we could get stuck in the old outdated versions of ourselves where it's hard for us to change but yet we expect others to change their ways in order for them to accommodate ours. 
We should always learn to let go of our past for it's already gone. And another important thing for me to mention is how we have to be okay with what's behind us so we can focus on what's right in front of us. One thing I like to say is that we have to perceive past the near so we can see how close the far really is. I'll repeat that again. We have to perceive past the near so we can see how close the far really is. And what I mean by this is we have to imagine ourselves as the person we desire ourselves to be in our future, but we have to think about it as if we already have it right now today. But if we get stuck in the history of our experiences, which is the world of what already happened, we'll never see a future that is different from our known past. Get it? Because now we are attached to those good or awful feelings that we once felt from a past experience, and we still decide to carry those same old feelings into every new day, and we wonder why our life is never changing to what we want it to be. We need to let go of that old identity that doesn't serve us anymore, since we're being held hostage in the past of our pain, and we need to release it so it stops compromising our better future. When we start releasing, we actually start learning, and what we learn is the reason behind our attachments and the causality to our setbacks. This is when we start taking control of the present moment by asking questions of why something happened to us in the past or where we went wrong in the thoughts and emotions that led up to that negative memory of what already happened. When we begin to ask these questions, we might be able to find the answers we're actually looking for by discovering the root cause of the events and understand the role that we played in the process for them to unfold. We just need to take the responsibility and ownership of the things we possibly did wrong in them. And so when we own up to these mistakes of our past, we get an opportunity to change the cause within today's actions, which will in turn change the course of all our future events. We just got to make sure that we feel through our pain while understanding it's only temporary. And if we're able to do this, we'll finally find the peace we are and perceive the worry that never was. All right, guys, that's it. The song I want you to check out that flows with the theme of this episode is called Between Angels and Insects by Papa Roach. The song is great and it talks about how we shouldn't be obsessed with the external attachments we normally try to seek to obtain within our society. And I'll include the song in the show notes. But anyways, though, I hope you like it as much as I do. Love happy, my friends. Thanks for listening. And remember, the work is the journey and the journey will forever be the work. Till next time. Peace. Peace.